Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is the Ocean Protect podcast. Talking about the issues that face our oceans and what we can do about it. Presented by Ocean Protect. Committed to change. Something that you said earlier on, and, and, and one thing you've done is, is, is open your mind to the conservation around the animals that you're seeing. You're particularly proud of, you know, people not scampering off when, you know, that tiger shark came in. But equally, it's also really great to see that you're bringing sort of mental illness. And I actually spoke to my head doctor today because uh, we all need them. And yep. instead of calling them a head doctor, I call them a mental strength coach. Mm. Instead of, you know, that negative, oh, you're going to see a psychologist or psychiatrist. Well, no, this is a, a strengthening coach. Just like Brad goes to the gym every morning, he's you know, pumping his little little guns heart out. You know, As yeah. you can tell. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, mate, I've got a massive screen and you. they still look small. But no, but that's, but that's you know, you're actually doing three things at once or actually more. A, you're, you're doing what you love. You're connecting yourself to the ocean. I can see it in your... And, and for the listeners, sorry, but you can see it in the way Adam, you know, is, is animated and he, and, he, and he loves this life. Number two, you're bringing and, and taking people along the journey with you and, and talking about mental illness within the, you know, the footy team. I mean, I'm in, I'm in the deep south of New Zealand. I'm in Wanaka, New Zealand. This is what we call blue country down here. So it's all liberal or national. You know, if you vote Labour or the Greens, yeah. they'll basically run you out of town. If you talk about feelings down here, mate, I mean, it is, you know, like, like even some of my cousins, like, how are you? Good. You know, there could be bloody heaps of stuff going on, but they just don't talk about it. So, again, you're connecting that. So it seems like you're having pretty much a ball, Adam, like you're living your, <laughs> your dream life. I mean, surely there must be some shit part of the job, like <laughs> you've lost a free diver, like, come on, give us a bit of scandal. I mean, what's the worst thing that's happened? Someone shat themselves, like, come on. <laughs> well, there is something called a brownout. Is um, <laughs> <laughs> people talk about blackouts, you know, blackouts are a serious part of the sport. But you can have brownouts. You push too hard and then your body starts to uh, let go of certain things. Oh, wow. And uh, you have a brownout. Oh. Um, <laughs> let's not talk about it. But, you know, I, I, I count myself super lucky. Lucky, super lucky that I I found this sport and was able to make some connection and bring some of those lessons from the ocean, from diving to my life. And it just helped me. And I remember in those really dark times and I just, like, I don't want anyone else to experience that. And, you know, it helps males and females most definitely. But something that males I find can attach to is, 
there is some achievement stuff to it and there is a, it's a sport in itself. So sometimes it brings them to the party in the terms of like, oh man, I can go and dive deep and, or I might be able to go from a 10 meter diver to a 20 meter diver. And then they, you know, from the, the, the very get go in my courses, retreats, whatever, I just start talking mental health and start opening the conversation very quickly because, you know, me being vulnerable and like, mate, I, I, I'm from far North Queensland, which is probably very similar to yep. blue country, mate. It's yep. rugby league, rugby league or rugby league. And so I played this sport where you just pretended you weren't hurt, you know, like very much like union, the same as, you know, in, in NZ, you pretended you weren't hurt. And I, and I used to bring some of that. So when I was struggling, it was the same thing. It was like, you don't go and tell your mates that you're struggling. You, you pretend you're not hurt. Mm. And, and it's a really good point, like you were saying, with your mental health strength coach, you know, this this brain is an amazing tool, but it doesn't come with an owner's manual. So nah. mm. it, it can be your greatest friend, but it also can be your worst enemy. And so, you know, I, I think it's amazing that you go and see someone and, and I'm in the same boat, like, but the, like, I sometimes go when I'm feeling awesome. It's just like, a, it's a check in. It's just like, let's talk about some stuff. And sometimes mine will go like, Adam, I feel like you're a little bit too high energy. You're running a little bit too high. You're making sure you, you're taking time out for yourself. And I'm like, you know what? I probably am going a bit hard at the moment. And so something like that is just a bit of a check-in and bounce, you know, a sounding board where you can go, oh, yeah, Adam, things are great now, but you just got to make time for yourself. And so it's, it's, it's a really good thing because, I mean, we, we quite often we spend so much on our physical health and physical appearance but it's the mental side that we need to be kind of, I suppose, most tapped in with. And it's also bloody exhausting, Adam, when you release your own thoughts to someone, you know. And, you know, again, today I've had like a really good couple of hour session. I feel exhausted. Why? Because I'm actually talking about my feelings to someone and people are saying, oh, you know, well, what, what's making you happy? Write down five things. Okay, right. Well, this, 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 this. Well, what are those five things, you know, what within that? And, and all of a sudden you've got this almost like at peace with yourself, but you're sitting there across from someone and could be a bloke, could be a female, could be anyone. But it is exhausting. At the end of it, you, you come out and you feel almost like you've, I don't even know the words for it, but the, the mind is, is trained the way we are not to actually speak those feelings. You know, like when dad says, you know, how are you going, son? Are you hurt? No, I'm fine. Well, because we've been trained not to do that. And whilst it feels, it, it's almost like it releases endorphins. And, you know, for any of the listeners out there that are at all struggling, just have a chat. It's very easy. Are you okay? You know, ask your mate. And, or if you think a mate's down or, or up, there's nothing wrong with asking a question. And, and, and that's why it's such, you know, great campaigns, uh, Are You Okay Day? I mean, there's, there's millions of them now, and, and, it, and it's, it's wonderful what's happening. But it's going back to what you've done, you've actually got the physical sport. And like, I never knew that about the, the lung. And you, you've, you've taken a lot of the physiology into it and applying that back to what's going on in land. And to me, that's a really fascinating connection and, and one that I never thought of, to be honest, Adam. I mean, we sit here on this podcast and talk about everything to do with the ocean, from pollution to whales to everything, but never never mental health. So I was really excited to to get you on today like and, and to have a, have a yarn. It's, um, it's wonderful work, what you're doing. And yeah, hats off to you, mate. Oh, I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for the kind words. And, you know, part, the other part as well, and, and I just put out a, um, a little series called Dive Out of Depression. 
And it was, we, we get so like, we think there's just this magic pill or this one thing. And it's, it's a whole host of different things that help, but you know, it was down to exercise, diet, some of the things that, you know, you know, the psychology side, but then one of the biggest things that, you know, I uncovered through the pressure project was I built a bit of a tribe as well, where, you know, I put on free training for them locally here and all the rest of it. And all of a sudden we're all connected and we're all, and I think that's what's kind of missing sometimes as well is that having a tribe, having connection with, you know, a little community. I think sometimes we've lost that community kind of vibe. And that's, that's one of the big things is, you know, we, we sometimes isolate ourselves as well that's the thing and so getting out doing a sport putting yourself out there learning something new but you know connecting and that's what that's what I love about what I do you're connected with raw nature like the ocean is just like uniquely wild you know like even when you go and look at lions in Africa like you're in a car someone's got a shotgun like you're safe you know whereas like when you plonk into the ocean and I go into a lot of different oceans around the world and just like I think the thing that water full stop but the ocean in particular as soon as you come to a body of water like you come to that body of water and go like i wonder what's going to be in here you know what's the temperature going to be like what am i going to see you know how deep is it all these things in your mind just comes to that blue and it's just um yeah we're, we're super lucky to be ocean people that's that's yeah and on that, like I've actually heard you talk about how humans are essentially made for ocean swimming and, and free diving. Can you, for, for people who haven't heard you talk about this before, can you explain that? Yeah, super interesting. Uh, you know, like there's some evidence out there that, you know, if you believe in evolution, and you know, I always have to put out the disclaimer, you know, like if, <laughs> if anyone's religious, you know, obviously. Evolution, what's it? What evolution, like. what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, but I do believe in evolution. All, all life started in the ocean, but they believe that at some point as humans, we went back to the ocean, you know, to escape predators and to find a new food source. And so the super interesting thing that I found from a science point of view is the differences between us and primates. Like, you know, if you look at your own hands and spread them apart, we have webbing, um, whereas primates have zero webbing. Yeah, so webbing is for like uh, subaquatic or aquatic animals. You know, we developed these downward facing noses. So, you know, monkeys, primates basically have holes in their heads. So we developed this protruding downward facing nose, which gives us the ability to submerge our heads. So primates can swim to save their life, but they won't put their head underwater because the water will basically go straight in. So if you subscribe to, yes, we came from primates, then... You know, you can see even in these physical things that we've adapted over time, like even that downward facing nose gives us the ability to swim, surf, free dive, all these things. But the presence, like I said, of this mammalian dive reflex, it's the strongest response in the human body bar none. You know, that's the biggest giveaway for mine is just like, you know, why would we have such a strong diving response if we didn't kind of go back to the ocean at some point. And there's still civilizations, you know, very popular is the Baju people. That they just they just never left. They're still there. They're on huts over the water and they hunt in the in the ocean every single day. They only ever hunt for what they need. Their kids are born with three times better eyesight underwater without goggles. Wow. Uh, they start to feel a little bit ordinary if they're out of the ocean for too long. So, I mean, there's just some super interesting stuff with our, our history. And, I mean, freediving as a sport's one of the, or recreation is one of the oldest around. It, you know, traces its roots back to like 4,500 BC. So, 
It's a very old uh, endeavour. Two things. I always thought that I was the man from Atlantis by having webbed feet because I could swim faster than my brother. But just upon a, a quick Google check, you do have a funny resemblance to Kevin Costner in Waterworld. Have, <laughs> can, we just, can we just check that out? Yeah. Can we just yeah. Google Waterworld right now for any of the listeners? Yeah. That is what Adam looks like. He Basically, he's, just Google it. It's hilarious. So... Hey, I'll, take I, I'll take it. I'll take it. Kevin Costa every day. Feel the e- dreams. Equally, you could argue Aquaman. You know the the Jason. Is it Momoa or Samoa? Yeah, well, he's he's hot right now, so I'll go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Go Jason. Yeah, go Jason. No, true, true story. I, I thought about cutting my long hair until that movie came out. I went, oh, I'm still in vogue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't. I just need the tattoos. I need the scales and the tattoos. <laughs> hey, so like. One thing about setting up a business, and, 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 and not meaning to sound like your dad, but it must be the, the business side of it too. You've, as you say, you've got kids, you've got a mortgage, you know, you, you, you still got that. So what you're teaching, you practice in your everyday life. And you know, for the listeners, I mean, do you have some simple tips or just uh, simple Adam tricks that we could take home from today's session to, to assist us? I mean, breathing, number one, I mean, that, that would have to be number one. Yeah, oh, most definitely. I think starting small is the key with with this. Like, I absolutely love my daily meditation practice and all the rest of it. And you know, on days where I go free diving, I don't necessarily do my meditation because that is my meditation. You know, and the thing is, is like people have this idea of like mindfulness and meditation. It's got to be sitting down. But you know, the reason why people love sports, for example, is because it brings them to that field or that pool or the ocean or whatever it is. But you know. What I would say is start small, like a lot of people teaching meditation or, or mindfulness, whatever you want to call it. It's the same thing, basically. They're like, oh, well, you've got to do 20 minutes and you've got to be sitting cross-legged. And there's all these kind of like rules attached to it. And that's what that was my intro to it. And I really struggled. The only reason I kept going is because someone told me that would help me dive deeper. <laughs> so I stuck with it. But what I would say is like, really like start small. You can use, you know, apps that are on the iPhone to help you, you know, guide you through. Eventually, you want to get away from the guided um, meditations and things. But like I just spoke about breath, something so easy just to sit yourself down, get a good space, even if it starts with like three minutes, breathing through the nose, belly breathing, closing down the eyes. And you just get better in everyday life and being able to kind of like keep away that stress and even just tapping into the body and, and noticing the signs or just become a freediver. I mean, we're basically superheroes <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we, we never get stressed, which is, that's a bit of a lie. But, you know, there's, there is some amazing benefits. I mean, you know, I've done some work with the Aussie swim team and some other um, sporting teams and, you know, they, they love the mindfulness side, but there's also a side to just overall health where basically doing freediving training in, say, a pool is, is basically simulated altitude training. So it increases the hemoglobin count in your blood, which is the oxygen carrying component of the blood. So it's kind of like, in a way, like living at altitude. There's just amazing health benefits and crossover with sports, but crossover for life. And I suppose it's that people out there just need to find a way to, to mitigate that stress in their life or anxiety or whatever it is. And, you know, I've just been lucky enough to find that way and, and be able to show other people uh, or, or kind of help other people through what I found. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. 
Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The irony of getting advice from a free diver when it comes to what do you do when you're stressed is breathe. <laughs> Isn't that ironic? You know, just irony. breathe, mate. Just breathe. You'll, you'll be good. And it's a funny thing, like... You know, at the start of a lot of my courses, I, I just, you know, get them to do their first breath hold of the day. And, you know, at the end of their first breath hold, you know, they might do 45 seconds, they might do a minute. And I just say like, hey, what did you feel physically through that? And they'll go, oh, I felt, you know, a little bit of tightness in the chest. I feel like my heart's beating out of my chest. And I feel all these things physically. So they, they, they become connected with their body, which they haven't been in so long. And they go like, oh, my heart was beating out of my chest. And it's actually not. It's just the first time in a long time they've been able to come really present and connected with themselves. The heart rate is actually doing the opposite on breath hold. A part of this mammalian dive reflex is the heart actually starts to slow down and to prepare for diving. But it's something that, you know, in their daily lives, they just never link in with. So it's something that, like I said a bit earlier, it really kind of just holds up the mirror to, to a person and shows them how they deal with their stuff. So it's super powerful to kind of break down those walls early. And then sometimes with the breath workshop that we do, teaching them how to, you know, breathe properly and then how to take a full and proper breath because, I mean, we access probably 30% of our lungs, just showing them how to take a full breath um, all the way up. Um, by the end of the day, some, sometimes people do three and a half, four minutes in the pool, which, you know, for, for some people, there's that euphoric feeling, there's that kind of, I can't believe I've achieved that, but also the man, I have the ability to relax through some serious stress and anxiety and, and survival messages like I'm powerful, I can deal with stuff on land. There's so much appeal to this sport. Like I recognize it myself, like I'm uh, probably a little bit, uh, I don't know, what would you call it, Jeremy? Over arrogant, enthusiastic. arrogant. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go with arrogant. Let's go with arrogant. I'll, I'll cut that. Uh, but yeah, look, I, I'm not someone who has this story. I, I know the benefits of meditation and mindfulness, but I, I just can't bring myself to sit down and, and do nothing for 20 minutes. Uh, I think if I was to sit down or lie down, I'd just fall asleep, so tired. But the appeal is obviously... The well, you can go faster, Brad. You can get, yeah, you can go that, faster exactly. from a sporting perspective. So, that's yeah. use what Adam's done and go, exactly. hold on, exactly. Exactly. From a like, I do triathlon, Adam. So, from a, a from an athletic perspective, I can see the benefits of handling pressure and and having a, a probably improved lung capacity and, and whatever. Like, I can see the obvious benefits around breath holding and mindfulness and meditation. But certainly, the other appeal from a freediving perspective is just that competition element you know being that person who can sort of push myself a little bit further than i thought i could otherwise whether i'd be competing against myself or my own expectations or other people 
that for me is really appealing. Like, so the thought of just doing mindfulness or meditation for meditation and mindfulness sakes doesn't really appeal that much. But if I can sort of translate it and provide benefits in other aspects of my life, whether it be sport or, or in works or relationships, whatever, that to me is very appealing. That's what actually will get me to essentially get involved. And, and we, talk, we talked about your courses and workshops. So I've, I've actually said to you previously before, Adam, in a, in a previous email, I'm actually keen to come along to one of your courses. So what would a, a, a course involve? Like, I don't even know. I've never done a free diving course. You talked about we hold our breath for a little does while. He come so back what up? I, does he come back up? Because if he doesn't, I'll pay for it. It's fine. <laughs> Put it on the tab. <laughs> Jeremy will hold my head. Jeremy will pay to hold my head underwater. <laughs> for 14 minutes. Let's see if he can do it. <laughs> yeah, so the your, your typical free diving course is a two-day one. Uh, and the first day is going through the theory side, just like you would with scuba, right? The physical, the psychological side, um, even just down to technique and gear and all that sort of stuff. So there's a theory component. Then we spend a good um, period of time on the breath workshop, teaching you how to do a proper breathe up, for example. So what you do before you go into some type of diving, whether it's uh, in the pool or, or out in the ocean. So how you, how you breathe up before you go. Then how you take a full breath, which for, for me, when I first learned how to take a full breath, it was, it was life-changing for me. I was like, how the hell have I walked around this planet for like 30 years and not knowing how to take a full breath? Well, can, can you tell us? Because like, is, can we Google it? I mean, how do you take a full breath? You got to go to one of your courses? No, 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 no. Got to go to one of Adam's courses? Right. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, some of it is down to flexibility as well, which is how yoga made its way into into free diving. So, you know, we, we can't make our lungs bigger. That's a, that's a bit of a furphy that we used to like the free diving world was like, Oh yeah, we have bigger lungs than the average human. It's like, no. So like when people find out I'm a free diver, like, Oh Adam, you must have big lungs. And I'm like, no, they're pretty standard. They're still standard, <laughs> standard. What I've done over a period of time with, uh, you know, with some yoga stretching, but diving is you actually increase the flexibility around your thoracic region so that you can open up more so that your lungs can go to, or you can fill your lungs to a greater extent. Does that make sense? Because once you're an adult, your lungs are your lungs. They, they don't get bigger, but you can create room for them to expand more. And part of that with your breath is the, the first part of your breath is you push your belly right out, almost like you're pretending like when you were young, like you pretend like you're pregnant. If anyone could out, see this Zoom chat right now, that'd be hilarious. We're all pushing our bellies out. <laughs> but yeah, it's, I mean, it's just incredible. So that's the second part is like really getting into the mechanics of breath. And also that part is where I start to teach people how they can use breath in their everyday life. Then we go to the pool and we practice that static, you know, the whole playing dead for a while. So static as well as dynamic, which is kicking along the pool and seeing, you know, whether the goal is simply distance, you know. How long can you stay relaxed whilst kicking and doing laps in the pool? So that's kind of the first day. We've got a deep pool there where we do some duck diving technique and all that sort of stuff. And then the second day, it's like, all right, we're in the ocean. And I'm lucky enough here on the Sunshine Coast where we have a 133-metre warship that's been sunk. And it's a beautiful artificial reef with just amazing life on it. So we go and do a double dive out there in the ocean. So people, and it's, it's amazing. The thing I love about people that come to freediving courses is quite often they are searching, you know, they're searching for something, whether they are struggling or whatever. And they all come with 
a healthy level of anxiety about what they're about to do, <laughs> but they still come. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and, and that's what I love about the people that it, that it attracts is they know they're going to do something that puts them outside of their comfort zone. And I mean, we go 20 minutes offshore, we're dumping them in the open ocean and yet they still come and they still want to use those techniques from the first day. And then they all leave as ocean advocates. And one of the things, you know, the agency that I use is, is Paddy and that's, they're very big on ocean conservation themselves. They have things like Project Aware and all these types of things and it's, you know, very much, you know, uh, leave only bubbles, take only photos and, and that's what we get across to our people as well. And, you know, like things like, you know, we go out on this wreck and there's often turtles and I'm like, hey, you know what, we don't grab shell, dude. You know, we just leave them alone. The reason they love us and they come up to say hi is because we don't do that sort of stuff, you know? So they leave as ocean advocates as well, which is great. So, yeah. Well, we'll obviously have this in our show notes, but for our listeners, how do we get hold of you? I mean, how, how do you get a website? What's the best way? Yeah, you want, um, what's it called? TikTok? So, yeah. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> Uh, so yeah, on the website is just www.thepressureproject.com.au or Instagram at Pressure Project. So they're probably the two easiest channels for me. So. Wow! Look, I feel as though we're literally just scratching the surface. On, uh, but uh, I, I'm uh, I've committed to uh, coming on to one of your courses in the very near future. I reckon within the next month, probably before Christmas. Jeremy, you're going to sign up as well when COVID mate, restrictions mate, and when well, you're back one, in town. One hundred percent. I'm not back for a while, Adam. I'm, I'm, um, <laughs> in New Zealand for, for a good few months, but it really does intrigue me. And yeah. um, uh, I've always, I've always wanted to dive really deep. And, and I reckon, look, the, the four or five meters or five or six, whatever I've been down to, I'd love to be able to say I got to 10 meters. I mean, how many people turn up and get to 10 meters straight away? <laughs> Not Mate, you'd be surprised. It's a, it's a, most people really excel. The first day sets them up. To be able to deal with that instead of like, you know, when people just grab an AMART all sports mask from somewhere and they just jump out in the ocean with very little navigation on what to do, it can be a little bit tough. But mate, there's no escaping it for you, mate. I know lots of New Zealand freediving <laughs> instructors over there. I can I can put you in contact. In fact, another thing that annoys me is New Zealanders are extremely good at freediving. Well, I was about to say William Trubridge. <laughs> William yeah. Trubridge isn't he a bit of a legend in the in the oh, sport? Oh, mate, yeah, he's he's one of the all time bests. Uh, he has a setup over in. Um, so the last competition I did was at Vertical Blue in the Bahamas, and he basically set up that whole competition and oh, lives wow. over there. But um. Yeah, very good freediving nation, New Zealand. Um, hey, we're actually not bad at rugby either. Don't know well, that makes two things. <laughs> <laughs> Sailing. Uh, but what, what do you mean? Uh, I can't hear you. I think the Zoom's going a bit weird. <laughs> but look, I, I feel as though we could do, we could chat to Adam all day, but we're going to let him uh, go uh, literally catch his breath. So, but look, Adam, thank you so much for coming along our, on our show today. It's been such a fascinating chat. It's, it's, it's sort of opened the curtain a little bit to, to, and allowed us peer into the world a smidgen on freediving. And for that, I thank you. And uh, all I can say is keep up the great work. It's it's really good fun. Yeah, cheers, guys. I appreciate it. Great chatting. Oh, mate. No, thank you, Adam. It's uh, It's been a blast. And when you do get Brad out there, just make sure you get that line nice and deep. <laughs> <laughs> Righto, fellas. See you, guys. Thanks for listening to the Ocean Protect podcast. If you'd like to find out more about us and what we do, check us out at oceanprotect.com.au.